good. Sorry about that, I had to pop an elbow, but welcome everybody to this Saturday morning. That's right, Saturday morning, uh, July 23rd, two days from my birthday, which of course by the title of this, uh, you can tell it's a pre-birthday weekend live stream, but guys, we have to talk about this, we have to talk about this, and before we do, as described in the description box, you know, in the description box as we speak, as described in there, super chats are welcomed and would be appreciated, as well as if you got any questions related to the topics that I'm going to talk about today, as you see in the thumbnail, if you want me to, you know, get to them right away, you, of course, like I said, you have super chat and super stickers to do it, uh, doing the live stream, doing the live chat, um, as well, as well as you can uh, go directly to Venmo at Brian-Warmer-2 and at BWRoses98 at Cash App and help donate there and I will directly automatically get the payment to deposit into my bank um, well you know at the same you know to kind of help build it back up also help celebrate my birthday early um, if you will and again you know like I said it helps me out financially um, as well so if you've got any questions on the topics I'm going to talk about today you know super chats super stickers you know are one way to go and Venmo at Brian-Walmart-2 and Cash App at BWRoses98 is another way to go for me to get your answer you know to get your questions answered and apparently I have no data right now I don't think that means anything and apparently someone's <laughs> um, blasting the music already loud. It's 8.17 in the morning. So, yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, anyway, though, yeah, I wanted to come on here because yesterday was the first official day of San Diego Comic Con 2022. Um, the first one in about two to three years two years actually I think because we had one in 19 so two yeah first one since the 2019 one so yeah three years um, and a lot of news came out of some of the panels um, that um, uh, showed up yesterday and hello to Hanson in the live chat again guys super chat super stickers one way to get your questions answered and of course the uh, Venmo and at Brian-Walmer-2 and Cash App at BWRoses98. You can get them also answered through that. And I will get, you know, them uh, quickly. I will get to them as quickly um, as possible um, if I can. Now, if I can't, I will answer them in a separate video down the line. And hello to Bugs as well in the live chat. And also, guys, you may have noticed in the live chat, once again, the second time ever, I am letting you know that this is one of the products you can find at my Teespring store if you choose to go there and help support there um, as well. Um, anyway. Anyway, guys. Uh, yeah, a lot of news dropped yesterday on the first day of San Diego Comic-Con. You had the pre-showing the night before, sort of like a pre-start kind of give you a sneak peek 
and then yesterday was the first full day with panels and everything and one of the panels people were looking forward to was of course Warner Brothers and the animation panel for Cartoon Network and HBO Max um, as well as the other animation panels like Marvel and Disney and everything and Nickelodeon Paramount so yeah they were looking forward to a lot of that uh, yesterday they were looking forward to that uh, a lot yesterday and basically basically the panel the Warner Brothers panel for you know Cartoon Network and HBO Max and all that did not disappoint they did not disappoint because we got information on Tiny Toons University we got information on some new Looney Tunes shorts coming we got information on the movie specials King Tweety which I think has already come out but it's also still scheduled to come out as well as we got information on a new Looney Tunes short called The Day the Earth Blew Up a not short but movie special uh, we also have images of some returning classic characters like Pussyfoot and Three Bears and Ralph Phillip. You know, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I think, I don't know, they didn't address this. I'm going to read you off some information I got here. But they didn't address Bye Bye Bunny, so I'm going to hopefully get more information on that down the line. Maybe our friend here in the live chat can help out with that. And again, guys, Super Chat Super Stickers are open, and so is Venmo at Brian-Walmart-2 and Cash App at BWRoads98 if you have any questions and all that you would like to have answered right away. And it would help me celebrate my birthday early, uh, which is going to be this Monday. I will be turning 43. Um, anyway. Anyway, yeah, they had a lot of stuff discussed yesterday. They even showed off clips from the new Witch Hazel cartoon. That's right. They have a new Rich Hazel cartoon uh, coming out uh, with the Looney Tunes shorts, as well as they've announced that the um, that basically one of the Sylvester and Tweety shorts they're doing will be a classic musical, which I think is pretty cool and everything. And they did announce some voice acting for Tiny Toons University. So. As well as they gave more information on Bugs Bunny Builders, too. And it looks like they showed a new episode of Bugs Bunny Builders at Comic-Con yesterday um, as well. You know, so... Uh, it said, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here. I'm going to read a lot of sources here from Twitter and stuff from people that were there. And everything so without further ado and if you're looking and if you're looking at the thumbnail we're going to talk about the stuff on the left or the right depending on how you um, view it and tell your friend happy birthday for me turning 20 is a good good age to turn you're only one year away from be le being legally able to drink he still has to be carded and all that depending on where he lives But again, if you look here on the thumbnail on the left or the right, depending on how you watch this, uh, we are going to talk about, of course, the Warner Brothers panel first, or the information that came from that, and then we're going to get to the other ones 
on the right. So let's talk about you know what you see on the left side of the thumbnail and that is Warner Brothers and uh, basically what they announced at uh, Comic-Con yesterday on day one. So what did they announce? What did they announce? Well this comes from the This Means podcast on Twitter who were there. What did they announce? Well, the first thing they showed is something from obviously a Roadrunner uh, Wiley Coyote cartoon. I don't know if that's in tie in with the uh, Wiley versus Acme movie, but there is an image up there. I didn't put this on the thumbnail. I should have. I do apologize. But there is a thumbnail where somebody took a picture, and the image is Pitch Your Own Acme Invention. So I don't know if that's a subtle a hint to the audience that you know you can submit your own ideas for potential Acme inventions that Wiley will try to use to capture the Roadrunner but we will see and again I don't know if this has anything to do with the movie if it does that would be great uh, but we'll see now they did have Eric Baranza or Baranza up there moderating the panel Introducing all the voices he does, and then Tweety showed up. Basically, he voices Tweety, I think. And the whole room is singing happy birthday to Tweety, because apparently, uh, apparently King Tweety, the movie that they were going to, it was the first thing they talked about, Tweety turned 80 this year. That's right, 80 years old. That means Tweety debuted in 1942. Okay, so um, our friend here in the live chat just mentioned that there's also going to be a Looney Tunes short movie starring Daffy and Porky in a road trip. Uh, short movie, basically short film. Anyway, so yeah, the singing Happy Birthday Tweety. The King trailer, or the King Tweety trailer is playing. Watch this film. Check out the interviews on the podcast. So what they mean by that is this means podcast talked Oh, got early access to the film. I got to see the film first. And I think the film is on HBO Max. I have to look. Uh, and apparently they're saying you need to check this out. And by the way, there is a character that does return because it shows it in one of the um, thumbnails they have here on the Twitter uh, Twitter page. Auga from Tweety's uh, Big Adventure. Auga is back as well. So I don't know if she's more lunier than she used to be, or what, because we all know that she used to just, like, compress herself you know, into herself like a little ball and just go, oh, kind of, you know, so, I don't know uh, if they're going to, if she's going to be a little bit more loonier, if she does a lustful milk gag, where she melts into a puddle or something, I don't know, I haven't seen the film yet, but, uh, yeah, they, they showed, uh, image, they showed the trailer for that, and again, people got early access to it. And it says November 19th on Cartoon Network and next day on HBO Max. So it has not aired yet, even though I think some people said it did, but it didn't. And that's a good information to find out that uh, the character, our friend, um, <coughs> excuse me, our friend named himself after, is saying that Bugs himself, the Looney Tunes character, the mascot, will be turning 84, 85 in just a few days. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, 
it's not out yet. It's not out yet, but apparently it's going to be out just in time for Thanksgiving. So that's going to be pretty cool to see on Cartoon Network and on HBO Max. So after that, they talked about other Looney Tunes stuff, and some of the producers from Looniversity came out, Tiny Tunes University. Before they got to that, they talked about uh, the Looney Tunes shorts coming and a new season. So yes, we're getting new Looney Tunes cartoons uh, this season, which is pretty cool. And it states, this is from Alex, um, let's see if he's, uh, what's his name? Alex Kowan, Abe Aldrich, and two producers from Tiny Toons University joined um, Eric Baranza on the stage. Um, but Alex Kowan, who works on the Looney Tunes shorts, stated this, he says, hashtag, well this is what they put, The mean, this is what the This Means Podcast put on the Twitter page. This is what they put. They said, hashtag Looney Tunes shorts is back to the drawing board and honors what came before. So in other words, they're stating that, you know, they're going to be, I guess, hand drawing these now or or at least, you know, making it seem like that. I'm assuming if you want to get these out there as quickly as possible. And then they ask, then this means podcast asks, what's next? So many more shorts, new characters. And then we see an image, as you'll probably see here, I think. Well, it's not up here, but the title is. We see an image from the next, uh, from the new Witch Hazel cartoon that definitely looks like it's been drawn by Chuck Jones. Because Chuck Jones had a style, as we all know. Then after that, they showed some new images of the return of Pussyfoot. You know, Pussyfoot is coming back, and I think we can tell just by these images, and I think they're up here as well. Yeah, they're right here uh, next to the the day the Earth blew up. You can see them right there. That I think it's pretty much been confirmed Pussyfoot is female, just by the way the character is designed. I don't think it's like a normal where it's a, a boy, but acts feminine. It's a girl. It is a girl, so Pussyfoot's coming back, and so is the three bears. So you got to wonder how loony the bears are going to be, the dad's going to be, the mom's going to be, Junior's going to be, and you wonder maybe a pussy might show a little loony tune to herself. And then Ralph Phillip shows back up. Yes, Ralph Phillip. Uh, in case you guys don't know who Ralph Phillip is, um, he was a, a Looney Tunes Chuck Jones character that had a vivid, wild imagination. Whether he was at home or was he, he was on, at school, he would let his imagination run wild with him. Just drinking some Pepsi. You keep me going. But yeah, he would let his imagination run wild with him. And sometimes it would get him in trouble. Um, uh, you know, he would, you know, sometimes his imagination would get him in trouble. Uh, to no end. It would get him in trouble uh, at home or at school. Um, hold on, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to that in a moment. But yeah, it would get him in trouble to no end. Period. Uh, but yeah, Ralph Phillip obviously is coming back with a new short. How, you know, you know how cool is that going to be? You know, what's that going to tie into? We shall see. Or what that's going to be about, I should say, we shall see. Excuse me. Uh, they talk about, uh, they mentioned Looney Tunes is now pumpkin spice flavor as there will be a Halloween special. So we got that coming. 
I mean, I think the Looney Tunes cartoons already showed how creepy they can be. I mean, did you guys ever see the uh, ending that's on YouTube of that Bugs Bunny Elmer cartoon? Well, Bugs Bunny is just, you know, literally just a sack of skin. And he's just slithering all over Elmer. And Elmer's freaked out and runs away. And then the ending, it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah, they can get very creepy. They can get very creepy. I mean, heck, they showed a mummy basically, you know, in a silhouette, breaking and basically annihilating bugs in half. But then all bugs does is just bounce back and say, "Oh, thanks for the, thanks for the massage. It uh, worked out a few kinks, or something like that." So yeah, if, how creepy this Halloween special is going to be, or crazy it's going to be, we will see. Uh, they talk about the new. A new Sylvester and Tweety musical, only set to classical music. What classical music that will be, and, and what will be chosen to be said classical music um, will be intriguing. It will be intriguing. So hopefully we will, um, you know, find out more um, as time, you know, goes on. We will find out more as time uh, goes on. But yeah, the, that's happening. Uh, they mentioned it yesterday. They saw some of the Witch Hazel short. It's got a new style, very Chuck Jones-like, which I like. And you can kind of see that in the title. And apparently what, the, what it's about is she's trying to be glamorous or something like that. She's trying to retain her beauty or something. So. And uh, then they say they saw a clip from the Ralph Phillips shorts, and it was Ralph reenacting the intro to Batman the Animated Series, so that kind of gives us a clue what that's going to be like. You know, and it also answers the question from earlier. Um, uh, before I get into the next one, uh, our friend here asked, do I think Lola will be officially... You know, oh, okay, let me re that. Our friend here asked, do you think Lola will officially appear in a Looney Tunes short it would be nice so she can officially be called a Looney Tune. I think this might be the year. I think this might be the year. Um, and, and the reason I say that is because when Wabbit came out and then they changed it to the new Looney Tunes cartoon, uh, series, what was it, like the second or third season she came in? Second, third season she started to get like one or two shorts. And she was voiced by Kath Susie, so I thought that was pretty cool. So, um, honestly, honestly, um, if, if I was to make a guess, I would say yes, that she'll be in it, but I don't think, but I think it might be one of the cartoons that is towards the end, that's what I'm thinking, because also you got her involved in the next series we're going to talk about here, um, as well, as a younger version, but yeah, I think she will be, um, in this I think she will be in this, um, um, in, in the new shorts, I should say. Um, trying to think about what I'm trying, what I was going to say. Sorry about sorry about the pauses. This is what happens when you go live and you go unscripted, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think she will be. But I think it won't be till like the end or something, in, in my opinion. So they do talk about Bugs Buddy Builders next, and I did talk about that on my channel on a video. Uh, according to what they found out. And this is again from the Means po This Means podcast uh, Twitter page. Uh, what they found out is it is 
is that it's in tune it's in the tune of Looney. Well, it's aimed younger. First show is over 20 years, or first show in 20, over 20 years to be aimed at a younger audience. The characters will remain authentic. So, in other words, what they're saying is that what we get with uh, Bugs Bunny's Builders is even though it's going to kind of be educational and aimed at that younger audience, it will be in the tune of Looney Tunes. In other words, the silliness, the craziness, the gags, and all that. It will be in tune with them, kind of like what we saw in the sneak preview, like with you know bugs falling to pieces when <laughs> Lola yells, and you see part of Lola's ears come off her head, and then her she's doing tangling up her arms and everything. That's kind of what they're talking about. So, uh, so yeah, that'd be not that'll be kind of cool that they're going to. I, I guess, I guess you could say, uh, amalgamate. You know the fact that it's supposed to be aimed at younger audiences. Or with the intention of aimed at younger audiences, but stay true to the uh, to the spirit. Ooh, my finger just hit the mic there. I do apologize. Let me just uh, adjust that a little bit. Sorry, just uh, hit the mic there. But yeah, um, but yeah, basically, it's going to be aimed at a younger audience, but it's going to stay true to the Looney Tunes form. Um, they did find out from a quote from one of the people behind it is where it takes them is as wacky and as loony as you'd expect. So, hey, we might have a Lola lustful melt, or I won't, I won't say lustful melt, but we might have a Lola meltdown, you know, where she becomes a melted puddle or something. You know, she might get flattened by a steamroller because who knows, or get dumped on by a dump truck because they do give details, basically... You know, they give details on how the characters are going to be presented in Bugs Bunny's Builders. So, for example, Bugs has the uh, excavator. He's a digger. Lola has a bulldozer, always coming up with crazy ideas. Daffy has the dump truck. Porky drives a steamroller. Porky, perfect. And Tweety has a crane. Tweety can do a lot with that crane. So, if, if Lola gets into more gags than just, you know yelling and her ears come off her head when she does that or you know she tangles up her arms I can see Lola getting stuff dumped on her by Daffy by accident or getting flattened by Porky maybe by the steamroller Uh, but we'll see we'll see if they do that Um, but yeah uh, you know it looks like the again it looks like they're um, But like I said, it looks like they are definitely going to uh, make this a, an alchem- a, a, a amalgamation or amalgamize, um, you know, what, you know, what Looney Tunes was to older audiences, but also merge it with, like, lessons and stuff that the younger audience can understand. And it's like I said before, um, or like I asked before, do I think it's going to, a, in another video, do I think it will you know, appeal to the older audience, like, you know, the way My Little Pony Friendship is Magic did, and if it's being described as, you know, being the way it's going to be, you know, you know, kind of like, you know, half and half almost, then yeah, I would say it will appeal to both parties. I mean, we all know MLP was originally meant for a younger audience, uh, even though Lauren Faust had a lot more intentions in mind, and we saw those intentions come to be even after she left. 
but you know originally you know Hasbro perceived it was going to be you know aimed at a younger audience mostly girls and what happened that (laughs) it went beyond their expectations I'm not saying Bugs Bunny builders would do the same but it does have that kind of appeal to it to where you could see them possibly you know in my opinion possibly go down that route possibly go down that route okay guys before i get into the next one a quick reminder again super chat super stickers are on if you have any questions and everything go ahead and use the super chat super stickers as well as venmo at brian-warmer-2 and cash app at bwrose98 i can get those automatically so i can deposit them almost the same day in my bank right to have uh, this helps me out financially as well as helps me get an early kickoff celebration to my 43rd birthday on Monday. So guys, Super Chat Super Stickers are open as well as Venmo at Brian-Walmer-2 and Cash App at BWRoses98. And as you see in the live chat, you can also help support me by going to my Teespring store and checking out items there as kind of displayed in the live chat there. Alright, so next up. Next up is the one everybody was looking forward to when it came to this panel. That is Tiny Toons Luniversity. And so, Tiny Toons Luniversity, and again, as you can see on the left side of the thumbnail or the screen, depending on how you watch this, they gave out a lot of information, and there are a lot of characters that are coming back. The first thing they announced was the voice talent. Now they didn't give this being mad. Uh, this means podcast. Um, this means podcast didn't give too much detail on the voice actors, but they did make one uh, notable uh, annu- um, announcement on one. Ashley Crystal Harrison is going to be voicing Babs. Now, a lot of people were wondering, well, who is this girl and everything? Well, apparently, Ashley has a lot of credits. Ashley has a lot of credits. Now, some feel she would have made a better Mary Melody, who was also in the original show. We don't know if she'll be in there or not. Um, you know, some thought it would have been Candy DeMilo or Gray, Gray DeLay's Griffin. But, you know, a lot of people are very positive, very high on Ashley. And, you know, looking up her ID... Uh, IMBD, you know, she is an up-and-coming voice actor, according to one person. Mostly has done Marvel tunes and Craig of the Creek. So, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, let, let's see. Um, hold on, let's see something on, you know, what she's done. Like what character? Because I know there's got to be some Craig of the Creek fans here, right? Or people that do kind of give the show a little bit of a, a um. Give the show a little bit of a, you know, look and supportness. So let's see, did who did she voice? Did she voice anybody? Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say who she's voiced. Let me see here. 
trying to see. I did. But yeah, apparently she's an up-and-coming voice actress. It, it looks like this, it sounds like the reason they're making this announcement is it's going to be her first, I guess you could say, actively starring role um, in it. So, that's, I guess that's kind of cool. Okay, so, um, I, IMDB, let's see what that says here. You know, let's let's see what that says here. It says that she has done let's see what she's done here. She has voiced herself, I guess. She's voiced Weird or oh, Weird in Craig of the Creek, Pizza Pigeon in Madagascar Little Wild, Shala Sheila, uh, Shala Shelley in Teenage Enthusiasta, Test the IVF film as Kim, Helden as a variety of characters, Assholes as Harriet, Indebted as a Parent, The Loud House as Nadia, The Neighborhood as Kira, uh, Caitlin in The Wolf, Astronomy Club as Hoochie Mama, okay, Conan as Nervous Girlfriend, Brittany in Addicted to You, Avengers Assembled as Basque, Baby Splitters as Ashley, basically her own name, Single Parents, a Photographer, she was on Jimmy Kimmel Live as a Space Force Private, Marvel Rising initi Initiation as Officer Stern, All About the Washingtons as Taylor, Martin Family as Nurse Cammy, Happy Ending as Luetta, Reverse Horror Show as Undead Spirit, Throwing Shade as Coworker Slash Woman, Adventures of Doris Brigham, Avery, Happy Thoughts as Ruby, American Airness as Ariel, Guitar or Pedal, Feminist Campfire t Stories as Consular, The Job of Hugging, Dottie, Comedy Bang Bang, Ashley, Bailey Famous Store, store Clerk, The French Goodbye, uh, Miss Mativa, Chelsea as a Student. So, yeah, she's done a lot. She's done a lot of uh, live action and animated. So, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. She played herself, I guess, and played characters with the same name. So yeah, it looks like she's got a decent one, but it looks like it looks like this is going to be her first Stalin role, I'm assuming. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool on that. But yeah, they announced her and obviously a lot of people were excited. Even though they would love to have Trish McNeil back. Um it says, now, Aaron Gibson, according to what they say, came from live action, uh, the person behind, one of the people behind the show, and says the show will be 30 minutes, 22 minutes. It's about discovering yourself in college. The characters are attending a performance art, performing arts school. Huh, well, that's a different take. Uh, so the characters, so apparently it sounds like it's going to be a continuation, maybe, 
but now the characters are older, and now it's a perform attending a performance arts school, and that right there to me, guys, performing arts. You know, that especially you know, because colleges do do have that. That is something in real life. Colleges do have performing arts studies, um, or at least have performing arts schools as part of their campuses. And to me, this opens up the door to a lot of possibilities, uh, performing arts-wise, especially when you have Tiny Tunes. Because we, we've seen in the past, when they would do like the class days and all that, those class day episodes they would do in the original, they, they can get as wild and crazy and loony um, as I think even the classic characters, of, you know, that they were based upon. So to see or to hear that they're going to be doing performance art, performing arts school, and it's going to be 30 minutes, you know, 22 minutes, depending whether or not the shorts or the singular episodes. That's another thing we haven't found out yet. Again, it opens up the possibilities. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine? You know, and hello to Usabrika, new subscriber. Ira, thank you for subscribing to the channel. And again, for anybody that's joining me, Venmo at Brian-Walmart-2 and Cash App at BWRS98. You can help support me there. If you have any questions, I will try to get to them through that. At, and it also automatically, quickly gets me a little bit of finances. One to five dollars, guys. It's all you have to do. It's not much to ask. And you can do the same at the Super Chats and Super Stickers as well. But yeah, if you want me to you want to help support me almost quickly, <laughs> you know, that's one way. That's one way of doing it so I can get the finances right away and everything. And also, hopefully, try to answer your questions as best as I can. And also, like I said, Super Chats, Super Stickers, guys, are open. That's another way you can do it. And you can help me support in my Teespring store, as you can see described in the description, uh, in the live chat. Anyway. Anyway, like I said, that, um, that opens up the, the door for a lot of possibilities. Because, again, can you imagine, there's a, can you imagine an episode, well, one of the, if, if the separate, if they're kind of like the original, where it's like, sometimes it's one individual episode of 22 to 30 minutes, or it's separated into different, you know, stories, can you imagine one of those episodes, if not one of the stories within said episode, having it, you know, having the characters do a, you know, do a, a performing arts, you know, while they're attending this performing arts school, I should say, can you imagine one of them being told, oh, like one of the guys, oh, oh, not just one of the guys, but both the guys and the girls, to get so romantic with the other that the goal is to cause the other to melt? You know, can can you imagine that? Can you imagine that would happen? Um... I'll get into that in a moment, but yeah, can you imagine that would happen? Can you imagine someone like, like, um, like a let's say, I don't know, Bugs maybe telling, you know, teaching a class like that, telling the guys and the girls along with Lola by her side if Lola's going to be in it, that you got to get so romantic with your person that the end result will be them melting in your hands, literally melting in your hands, hands and all that. Can, can you imagine them doing an, an episode like that? That might be something to look into. But I do, but one thing I do stand by is what I said in that live stream I did a couple of weeks ago when I was waiting for the bus on a Saturday. 
Um, I truly believe a lot of them are going to have other personality quirks and traits to them. Like, I think Babs is going to have an affinity for bubble baths. You know, once in a you know, to where once in a while we will see it, where she'll take one, submerge under it, and then maybe we'll see her face appear on the bubbles and all that, or she'll just pop back up and she's completely covered from ear to toe. Um, I can see that. I can see, you know, Plucky being like a gamer, Buster being like a Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon gamer, or card player, stuff like that. I, I, I can see that. I can see all that, so, um, but, you know, but we'll have to just wait and see. I don't know when the episode, the show's coming out. It's supposed to come out in this year, apparently, that just don't know when. Hopefully, we'll get more information as time goes on. But, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to, to hear about, because, again, performing art school, you know, opens up a lot of possibilities of how crazy and loony, you know, they can get, how wacky they can get. But the other thing that was kind of cool is they showed some imagery, some new concept art, and the, it looks really good. A lot of people have said it looks true to the original source material, to the original show. The image that they showed at Comic-Con, and you do see it on the screen here, it's the uh, second one on the left, the second one down on the left, it looks like they are at a cafe because one of the things about a college, and I lived in a college town in Lawrence, Kansas, is they have Java places. They have places known as Javas, and you know where you know you just sit back, get a drink, talk, and everything, and then you have somebody on stage reading off poetry or playing some music and all that, and that's kind of what we get in this image here. And guess what? Guess what? You look at this image. Look who's back, besides Buster and Babs and Sweetie. Um, we also see Plucky's back. He's gonna have. Looks like he's gonna have still a little bit of that ego. Even supposed, even though he's supposed to be more of a nerd. Uh, but he's back. Hampton's back, of course. Dizzy's back, along with Taz. I guess Taz is riding, running the cafe. But look who's in the background. Everybody was worried about her. Everybody was worried, but guess what? I had a feeling. I told you. Did not, didn't I not say this in a live stream when I was waiting for the bus in Turlock? I told you she was going to be back, and she is. Fifi LaFume is back. She is back as well, but she's not the only one because some other stuff came out as well. And those other images show that, again, she's not the only one. Shows we're getting Calamity, we're getting Furball, we're getting Go-Go, it looks like. We're getting Shirley. Shirley the Loon is going to be sort of true to who she was before, but have a different hairstyle, and she's got glasses. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool that we're getting everybody, pretty much just about everybody back um, from the original series. So that's really nice to see. That's really nice to see. And everything, and I cannot wait for it to come out because I grew up on the original series back in the 90s and I thought it was great. I thought it was great. You know, I thought it was really great, and I cannot, I cannot wait to see what they do here because to me, Tiny Toons is the first one. I'll be honest with you. 
outside of the Popeye 1956 short Paul Woo's, and even the Porky Pig short from the 40s, Tuna Crooner, but the one Paul Lays Woo's in 1956, Tiny Toons is the one, in my opinion, that reintroduced the lustful milk cake. Yeah, they reintroduced it as unusual as they... <laughs> As they introduced it, they introduced it, not just in the Looney Beginning pilot, but in Europe in 30 Minutes and in the Acme Bowl. Those are the first early ones where they brought it back. And then did they, and they brought it back occasionally. They brought it back in Pluck Tracy. They brought it back, you know, in the Christmas special, their, one of the finales. So, yeah, they're the ones that brought it back. And this is why in Animaniacs you saw Dot doing it in Space Probe. Why Minerva Mink and Wilford were well Minerva Mink did it twice in her shorts. Once in Moon Over Minerva and Meet Minerva. Heck in Moon Over Minerva, what did I say happened after she melted? Wilford in his werewolf form had to pick her up like a freaking wet tower owl and ring her out just to restore her. Cause all he would have to do is be like, oh well you know, just because because what I'm trying to say is something we going, Okay. All he'd have to do, basically, the f- when she did that in Moon Over Minerva, if he, you know, if he didn't pick her up and ring her out, he could have just walked off, went got something to eat, watched the movie, come back, and she'd still be on the ground as a puddle. And it's all because of the fact that Tiny Toons brought that gag back. You know, they brought it back in Looney Beginning, Europe in 30 Minutes, Pluck Tracy, Acme Bowl, Wonderful Tiny Pantoon Christmas. They brought it back. And that's why, again, you saw an Animaniacs, Dot do it in Space Probe, Minerva do it in Moon Over Minerva, and Meet Minerva. That's why you saw it. And I'm hoping we see it again here in in uh, Tiny Toons University, because again, like I said, the performing arts concept opens the door for a lot of things. A lot of crazy shenanigans, in my opinion. But yeah, they even had Steven Spielberg, I guess he showed up, or at least he was on video saying that this is going to be the best iteration of Tiny Toons. So that's some praise right there, because if he's saying this is going to be the best iteration of Tiny Toons, you know, he's basically saying that it's going to be better than all two, three seasons of the original and the specials and movie included uh, combined. So that's big praise to heap upon essentially a successor, a soft reboot retcon if you will, continuation of the original. And uh, um, this means podcast that they got to see some artwork from the show, and it looks incredible. True, thr- true throwback to the '90s. And again, like I said, um, as you can see here, and at the top and at the bottom, we're getting more than just what more characters than what people suspected. Again, we're getting Shirley back. We're getting Furball back. We're getting. Dizzy back, we're getting Fifi back, we're getting Calamity back, we're getting Sweetie, Plucky, Hampton, we're getting them all. Just about all of them. So that's that's really cool. That is really, really cool. So yeah, they didn't announce a date apparently, but hopefully we'll get that soon. And maybe even a trailer. And next one they talked about was uh, HBO Max Looney, Looney Tunes cartoons announcement a Looney Tunes movie, The Day the Earth Blew Up. So yeah, obviously this is going to probably deal. Um, 
this is probably going to deal with the Earth blowing up, uh, thanks to Marvin Martian. Because we all know Marvin, in the original cartoons, his main goal was, I gotta blow up the Earth. It's obscure. Uh, what, what was he? What would he say? He says, Oh, I'm gonna blow up the Earth. It obscures my view of Venus, or obscures my view of Jupiter, or whatever. So. So yeah, that's uh, so yeah. Obviously, that's what the day the Earth blew up, a Looney Tunes movie, is going to uh, be about, and it's going to be coming on to HBO Max. So I'm looking forward to that. And then it says here, Eric Baranza is closing out with a special video from Bye Bye Bunny. It says Tom Kitt sings a piece of the song Bugs Will Sing, and then they talk about the fact that they just experienced something that they never thought they'd ever experience a Bugs Bunny song that made them emotional. That's being the people that were at uh, the uh, panel from This Means Podcast. And that's about it. They even put the That's All Folks deal on there. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, basically, it looks um, it looks really cool. Um, a lot of these, uh, uh, not looks really cool, but it, okay, let me, let me get some Pepsi and rewind here. But basically, it sounds and looks pretty cool. I am, you know, I am looking forward to this. You know, I have not, honestly, I have not been this excited for a lot of Looney Tunes stuff in quite some time. And just the fact that they're doing this. And then on top of that, if you could see right here, uh, uh, next to the Pussyfoot picture, I have the panel for uh, Cartoon Network. Um, they have, you know, they have a schedule of what they talked about yesterday. Cartoon Network, HBO Max. They have uh, they show what they talked about yesterday, schedule-wise, and what they're going to be talking about today. So, if you're a Cartoon Network fan, there's going to be more announcements made uh, today. But yeah, you know that's pretty cool to, but it's pretty cool to read and hear about and look forward to. Cannot wait. Now they do end it by saying that Miguel at the at that Daffy Duck, not the Daffy Duck, but Miguel, whose uh, Twitter handle is at is at that Daffy Duck, posted gorgeous shots from Hex Appeal, an upcoming Looney Tunes cartoon short starring Witch Hazel. The one people got to see a clip of, the one that was very Chuck Jones like, and um, how that's gonna be—it's—it'll be something, you know. To uh, you know, it's gonna. What I'm trying to say is, um, it looks—it looks like it's gonna be really interesting, really funny, in a sense. But it says, one of the images they show is Lady Ghoul Divas, a natural uglifying potion. So, yeah, I, tell, I can tell you right now, if it's what I, if the, if the end result's going to be what I think it's going to be, she ain't going to get uglified, she's going to get beautified. <laughs> the poor, we, we've seen that before in a classic cartoon, remember? Twice. Twice we've seen it. You know, the first time when she got turned into a female rabbit for bugs. And then the I think the second time when she got turned into a gorgeous woman who would always 
you know, because even before then, she would ask her mirror on the wall, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the ugliest of all? And then the end of it, as she gets sent into this beautiful woman, the the mirror just looks at go looks at her and goes row, 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 and it chases tries to chase right after her. So, so yeah, I, I've got a feeling we're gonna have an end result with that. I wouldn't be surprised that working on this potion that, you know, you know her being a witch, it might melt her a little bit for one scene, and then she gets restored or something. So we'll see what they do. But it is very, um, uh, very Chuck uh, Chuck Jones uh, like, very Chuck Jones like, you know, as they said. So um, looking really forward to that. And, uh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I'm I'm really happy about it. I'm really happy to hear about all this. And, again, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been this excited for a lot in quite some time. But now, with that said, let's go over to the Cartoon Post. Let's go over to the Cartoon Post, who also was there, apparently. Or was he's in contact with people that were there. And, um... see if they have any more art here. No. Um, anyway. Anyway, let's talk about some other information that came out. And now we're going to go to the middle portion over here, or the right portion, right side. And we're going to talk about some information here. And apparently, let's see if I think I found it somewhere. I think they had it somewhere. Oh, yeah, here it is. One of the things that was talked about yesterday at San Diego Comic-Con, at one of the panels, is the first Avatar Studios movie will be about Aang, and will be set in a time period where the characters are young adults. The movie is coming in 2024, as announced at San Diego Comic-Con. So if you're an Avatar fan um, of Last Airbender and even of Korra, you're going to get uh, a movie set in the future, maybe a couple of years in the future, um, as we speak, so that's that, that'll be pretty good. And it looks like it's going to be basically in the same art style as the original, uh, but it's going to be like kind of in between uh, the original Avatar and Korra. So, looking forward to that. Um, they also gave, um, I'm assuming at the Disney Plus panel or one of the panels, they talked about uh, X Men '97 and showed some new images uh, that you could see here um, as well at the bottom and the images look very true to the original they look very true Storm <laughs> looks like she's gotten a, a mohawk look on basically she cut her hair um, Rogue looks the same just about Gambit looks the same Wolverine's about the same Jubilee's about the same just a little you know style's a little different no offense in that um, Cyclops and Jean look the same. Jean's long hair is back from the uh, final seasons, and Beast looks the same, so that's nice. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, when it comes out. But then they add some more characters. They add some more X-Men characters, and I'm assuming this is going to be X-Force. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm not really sure. But these include Sunspot, Cable, Bishop, and a new character. I'm assuming the new character right here in the um, in the jacket is Morph, but he's bald, so I don't know if he's going to shave his head, and or it's going to be true to the original. Well, I think it might be, yeah, I think it is Morph. I think it is Morph, because in the comics, when they brought him in in there, he looked completely different than what he did 
um, in the series. Uh, because he was introduced as cannon fodder basically in the series, but became, but became such a fan favorite that he stayed. So, yeah, he's in there, and he's got basically a look that's true to his original, so Morph is going to be in there. But then the big news, I think, really caught a lot of people is Magneto. Magneto is going to be a main, will be the main character of X-Men 97 and the leader of the X-Men. So, yeah. That's going to be intriguing. He's got a new look. He's got a new outfit. Um, and that's got a lot of story potential, especially if you're going to aim it at an older audience, especially the audience that grew up with the original. Um, because I can definitely see some conflict go- between Magneto and Scott Summers, Cyclops, and Logan Wolverine, and maybe even Jean Grey. I could see that. I could see some conflict you know, coming about. And the animation style is very identical to the uh, animation from the last season and previous seasons as well. So it's kind of a hybrid, hybrided um, blend. But it's nice to see, you know, the first images of what's going to come out next year. But like I said, I've got a feeling from a story potential, storyline potential-wise, um, you know, it's... It's... It's going to be, it's going to be, it's it's going to be interesting, you know, all the way around. Because, like I said, I think what's going to happen is you're going to have a conflict of interest uh, between Cyclops and Magneto and Wolverine and Magneto and Jean Grey and Magneto. Because mostly, and this is what I'm thinking, it'll mostly be like Cyclops and Wolverine, Jean to an extent, that are going to be going back and forth on whether or not they can trust him. Because of, you know, his past. So, yeah, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a fun... uh, I think it's going to be a fun continuation. I really do. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that. I mean, I have the complete series on DVD. I can watch the complete series on uh, Disney+. Plus, But I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It looks like it's going to be really, really good. And... Can't say any more than that. And again, it's nice to see the style be reminiscing of the final season's animation as well as sort of a blend of the past animations. I like that. And I like the fact that with Magneto as the leader, you're, you're basically building conflict, you know, within, you know, within the team. Because, you know, you look at someone like Magneto, you look at someone like Cyclops and Wolverine, there's going to be that conflict. And Jean Grey, I think, is also going to be involved in that as well. And do not be surprised. Do not be surprised if maybe the conflict leads to Jean Grey uh, bringing back the Phoenix. Like, you know, be, like, okay. The way she was partic- uh, portrayed as the Phoenix in this one, the Phoenix was a space creature. Uh, just like she was in uh, Dark Phoenix, I think. But don't be surprised if maybe they have part of the phoenix still residing in within her to the point that we get to you know we get to a situation to where everything is getting out of control you know all this distrust and then you know that phoenix that still resides within her pop you know just starts to take control and just makes manifest itself and makes itself known so i won't be surprised if we get something like that but it's going to be like i said it's going to be interesting to see what the story is going to be like um, going forward uh, next year. And how it also, in a sense, ties in with the MCU if it does. 
the other thing they talked about was Spider-Man Freshman Year. Yes, coming in 2024. So we have a date for that, or year at least, re- release year for that, 2024. They put out some concept art. Uh, one of the concept arts I couldn't put up, but it does show Spider-Man, Peter Parker, um, as himself, freshman year. And then it shows him trying different on uh, trying different um, outfits on. Um, you know, he's trying different outfits on to uh, disguise himself as Spider-Man, which is pretty cool. I know I say pretty cool a lot. It also mentions that Charlie Cox will voice his character Daredevil in it, which is nice. So yeah, Peter's. It looks so. Peter's going to be uh, basically trying out different outfits, and we see that later on. You can well, you can also see that here on the image um, as well. He's going to be trying out different um, outfits as as well. He's going to try out one that's. <laughs> Like a bug or something like that, and before he gets to the iconic one in the middle, he's even going to try out one that looks like a, a monster to Ninja Turtles. So he's going to be trying on different outfits, apparently. It says that Spider Man will use many different suits on the show. And it says that question. Um, they do show that he'll have his friends. He'll have friends in there. He'll have Harry Osborne. He'll have. Um, he'll have, he always more have Emma Diaz Chow and Colm Manru will be in it. And uh, hold on for a sec. And then the my mom just got up, so hold on. And uh, then they show who the villains are going to be. The villains are going to be Doctor Octopus, Rhino, Scorpion, Speed Demon, Tarantula will be the main villains of the show. So we got some female villains as well. Uh, I think we got like two, three, four. We got three female villains outside of the main other villains there. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they go with this. It's going to be interesting. And uh, the animation, I'm going to put it this way the way the concept art is being presented, it looks like the animation is going to be very comic book inspired like the early comic books so yeah I can't wait for that and supposedly it is based from last I heard it's based uh, in the same continuity as um, home as uh, homecoming far from home home and no way home so that's the that's what I heard last that it's based in that continuity so yeah, it looks interesting and every and and stuff. So that looks interesting, stuff. So can't wait for that. And uh, let's see if there was any more information that came out. Um. Let's see. Uh, let's 
think um, they did mention something on King of the Hill. Okay, they said that, I guess at San Diego Comic-Con, they said Greg Daniels confirmed a planned time jump for the reboot series. Well, he published, well, actually confirmed that in January, and I guess at King of the Hill, uh, not King of the Hill, but San Diego Comic-Con, uh, yesterday he confirmed it even more so, so I guess that's happening. Oh, here we go. It says, according to Daniel R.P. Hey, Daniel Richmond. Uh, Warner Brothers is developing a Harry Potter animated series for HBO Max. It's only a rumor, but would you be interested? I don't know if we found out any more information yesterday, but hopefully we'll find more information soon. Um, oh yeah, Nickelodeon also announced a special SpongeBob crossover episode called The Tidal Zone. Not to be confu- not to be confused with the special in season eleven. Um. It says more clips are shown. It's coming soon to, uh, to Nick. It says the crossover event will combine characters from the original series, Camp Coral, and the Patrick Star Show, and it will premiere in November. Okay, so if you're a SpongeBob fan, that'll be interesting. Uh, they even say that Disney, oh, are they even talking about Disney? Showed the first clip from Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur uh, there. And it looks uh, interesting. Looks very chibi-ish, toony-ish, and uh, very Marvel Girl-like. <laughs> you know, with some of the things they're bringing up. So I'm probably gonna retweet that so I don't forget about that one. But yeah, that's pretty much. You know, all the. Um, information, I guess, uh, coming out of yesterday's, uh, animation-wise, out of yesterday's um, first day of San Diego Comic-Con. So, mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. That's my mom waking up. She doesn't, um, my mom doesn't understand that when you go live, you shouldn't be interrupted, but what are you going to do? You know? But yeah, that's, that's pretty much about it for the, um, for the news coming out animation-wise from the first day of San Diego Comic-Con. So yeah, to recap, you know, uh, Tiny Toons, oh, oh. Just pop my knee there. <laughs> yeah, but to uh, recap, uh, Tiny Toons, Luniversity, you know, more image and information was brought out about that. Uh, the fact that we are going to get just about every, we are getting just about everybody back from, from not just those announced, but Fifi's coming back, Shirley's coming back, Furball, Calamity, you know, a go-go, I think it's, you know, yeah, not think, but I know it's coming back. Dizzy's coming back. We know it takes place in college. It takes place, you know, um, in a school at that college called Performing Arts, which, again, opens up a lot of possibilities. I love that. 
Um, Ashley Crystal Harrison is going to voice Babs. That's the only known voice actor we know of. So, really looking forward to the show when it comes out later this year. They talked about Looney Tunes. Uh, talked about Queen, the King Tweety movie coming out in November to help celebrate Tweety's 80th anniversary. That's really nice. Uh, they talked about the, the day the Earth blew up, which is going to be a Looney Tunes movie, as well as, you know, gave us a sample of the song from, you know, Bye Bye Bugs, so, which I guess got people emotional. Uh, they showed Im- um, imagery of Pussyfoot and the Three Bears making their return, as well as Ralph Phillip uh, in his imagination playing into all the Warner Brothers properties that they owned. We... You know, obviously there was, you know, um, you know, there was, you know, a sneak peek at, you know, the Witch Hazel cartoon that's coming called Hex Appeal. It's really cool. So, yeah, Warner's really, in animation-wise, I think they really killed it. I really do. Um, you know, on the other side of the coin, you had Avatar's movie, uh, you had the release year announced for it. It's going to be 2024. Uh, it's going to be a time jump movie. Uh, in my, from what I can tell, it's going to take place between, you know, the ending of Avatar and the beginning of Korra. Uh, so, that's, so if you're a fan of that, that's something to look forward to. Um, also, um, also basically you had uh, images or concept out shown for Spider-Man freshman year looks really good um, you know seeing the different outfits he's going to use and hearing about the different characters and villain, different you know characters like allies and friends he's going to have and villains he's going to face that that was nice to hear and then of course you have um, the X-Men 97 show love the fact that the art is very reminiscing to the original artwork uh, animation, if you will, from the last, from the final season, as well as a bit of a you know, hybrid of the animation of previous seasons. So I'm happy about that. And um, yeah, the the story, I think the story concept is going to really be something to look forward to because again, if you have Magneto um, as the as the villain of the series. Not the villain, but, the ser- but as the main character of the, of the series, and as the um, leader of the X Men, I think storyline-wise, that opens up a lot of possibilities of conflict between, you know, how he sees things, how he views things, and how Cyclops views it, how Wolverine views it, and how Gene, I think, is going to get in the middle of it. And I won't be surprised that that's going to rake up. Uh, you know, a part of the Phoenix that still resides within Gene. I would, I would not be surprised. You know, whatsoever. So, um, you know, I, again, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. And then, of course, like I said, we got more information of other stuff that came out. I, you know, yesterday, they confirmed. I guess, um, Greg Daniels confirmed yesterday just like you did back in January, that the King of the Hill reboot will be a time jump, or have a time jump. And that that's possibly going to be a Harry Potter series, HBO Max, animated. As well as that, as well as there will be a crossover, Spongebob crossover episode called The Title Zone, 
which is going to cross over the original series and its spin-offs, Patrick Star Show and Cap Coral. I I don't know how you can call that a crossover when it's pretty much the damn same. When it's pretty much the same damn continuity. I I don't know how you can do that. That that doesn't make any sense. And it's coming in November, so I don't know how you can even um you can even consider that um a concept. Oh, and they also I guess Paramount Plus also revealed um. A teaser for the second season of the reimagined Rugrats show, if you're interested in that. And then, of course, the first clip of Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur has was released um, as well. So, yeah, um, a lot of information coming out within the first 24, 48 hours of Comic-Con. Again, like I said, I think uh, Warner Brothers Animation, Cartoon Network, HBO Max... Um, hit it out of the park, in my opinion. And, um, you know, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for, for a lot of this to come out. Um, in the next, uh, within this year and within the next two years. It's a great time to be an animation fan, guys. Especially if you're a fan that grew up with some of these, uh, revivals, some of these returns. Uh, back in the 90s, 80s, and even the 50s and 60s, it's a great time to be a fan. And if you're a fan of, you know, things like the MCU, you know, it's a great time to be a fan there with, you know, the concept art showing us what Spider-Man um, freshman year is going to look like. Again, looks like the animation is going to be like a throwback to the original comic book panels of the 60s. So I like that. And the fact that the X-Men animation is pretty much identical to the last season's animation with a bit of the old school animation from the previous seasons thrown in there. And, you know, again, if you're a fan of Avatar The Last Airbender, the, the fact that you're getting a movie in 2024 that takes place years after the original, sort of in between it and Korra, I think it's great. I think it's really great. So, so yeah, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for a lot of this to, to take to, to happen, to uh, be streamed, be shown. Again, again, guys, it's a great time to be an animation fan, and it's that's really all I can say. That's really all I can say on it. Um, so, you know, let me let me know what your guys' thoughts are in the comment section below. Again, thank you to those that did join me in the live chat this morning. Uh, for this, really appreciated it, guys. Um, and just to let you know that there will be another live stream, possibly Monday, early Monday morning, to help celebrate my 43rd birthday. That'll be, a, as I said in the update video yesterday, that'll be a Venmo, Cash App, Super Chat birthday um, uh, live stream. So if you guys want to be part of that, that will happen. So look forward to it when it occurs. Uh, but again, thank you guys for joining me. I had three, according to my analytics here, I had three concurrent viewers and total views of 89. That is a lot of views, guys. So thank you very much uh, for all of that. Really appreciate it. Again, guys, I'm also over 12,000 subscribers. Let's keep that growing. Cannot wait to try to hit 1,500, hopefully before the end of the year, year and everything. Uh, but again, guys, thank you all for watching. Really appreciate it. Uh, but So again, let me know what your thoughts are down in the live chat.
I mean, not live chat, but in the comments below, what you're looking forward to the most, what's got you the most excited. And if any more news drops uh, today, hopefully without interruption, I will be up here later to to talk about it, give you my thoughts. I'm, oh, now I'm at 90 views. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I will be up here to, to talk about it and, you know, like I said, give you my thoughts um, overall on more of the information that comes out. But again, guys, a reminder, Monday we're going to do a live stream for my birthday. It's going to be a Venmo cash app super chat super stick on one so look forward to that and I'm now at 91 views so thank you very much for that guys really appreciated it uh, again guys just to go over some of the things Tiny Tunes more information about that came out they're going to be in college and at a performing arts school and we're getting a lot of the characters we were hoping to get back along with those announced um, as well so that's really cool um you know, like I said, the performing arts, you know, concept opens up a lot of possibilities. Uh, in my opinion, opens up a lot of possibilities uh, down the line. You know, it really does. It really does open up a lot of possibility, guys. And I cannot wait to see what they do with it. How crazy they can get. Again, oh, oh yeah. And also, I didn't didn't mention it. They also talked about Bugs Bunny Builders, as I talked about earlier. Um, they basically said it's, and what I'm getting from this is it's going to be a hybrid of, you know, classic Looney Tunes, you know, because they say they're going to stay within, you know, who they are, you know, basically they're going to stay true to the concept of being Looney and everything, but it's going to be aimed at a younger audience. It's going to be like a hybrid where it's like, there's going to be something there for the people that grew up on the Looney Tunes, but it's going to, but it's also going to have something for the younger kids. And like I said, it sounds very similar to, and you know, as I mentioned, I think it sounds very similar to the, um, you know, it sounds very similar to the, um, and, and let's see if I can get more information here, hold on, to make sure I get this right again. It says it's going to sound, it's saying, basically it's going to be in tune of a, of a loony, Basically, in tune of original Looney Tunes, well aimed at younger audience. Uh, well, it's aimed at younger, you know, basically at younger audience. It's going to be the first show in over 20 years to be aimed at a younger audience, and the characters will remain authentic. And they give a description. Uh, Bugs is a digger. He's an advocate. Uh, you know, he's a digger. Basically, he's an excavator. Um, Lola has a bulldozer coming up with crazy ideas. Daffy has the dump truck. Porky drives a steamroller. Perfect, Porky perfect. And Treaty has a crane. He can do a lot with that crane. And then the quote that they got from one of the people behind it is, Well, it takes, where it takes them um, is as wacky and as loony as you'd expect. So, again, it gives off the vibes of, you know, it's meant to be aimed at that younger audience, but it feels like it's going to be not similar, identically, but close to what Friendship is Magic was like. Like, Lauren Faust wanted something for everybody to enjoy. She just didn't think it was going to go the direction it did. And I don't think neither did Hasbro. So, and I get those vibes here. I'm not saying that Bugs Bunny Builders is going to be in that same uh, category or anything like that. 
but I think it's going to be very, very uh, identical. It's going to be very identical in, in a sense. Close. I'll, I'll put it this way: it'll be close to it. It might make it might make an effort to be close, but that's about it. Uh, again, so so again, to me, I think we're going to get something that it's going to have educational lessons, messages, and everything, but it's going to have something for everybody. Even though the main target uh, demographic is uh, younger kids, um, and you kind of see that in that sneak peek video they put out there, with you know, like I said earlier, Lola, her when she yells, her ears come off her head. You know, she tangles her arms around, bugs fall to pieces, like glass. So, so yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really interesting to see how wacky the hijinks are gonna be. And we don't have that much longer to wait. It's supposed to come out this week. Uh, around my birthday, so that's going to be something to check out. Um, again, they also showed some of the new Looney Tunes stuff. They talked about the new Looney Tunes movies and specials. Uh, the Day the Earth Blew Up is on the one that's coming out, I guess, soon, later this year. Pumpkin Spice, which is a Halloween special, is coming out in October. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Again, like I mentioned, you, you we've seen already with these new Looney Tunes shorts, how creepy and crazy they can get. So, can you imagine how creepy and crazy they'll get here? That, that'll be something to really, to really ponder about, um, as you know, as time goes on. It'll be something to to really to really ponder about, you know, as time goes on. But, yeah, that's what they got planned there. Uh, they. Basically, gave us a, a sample of the song that basically is a very emotional song. I guess in the eyes of this means podcast uh, from Bye Bye Bugs Bunny. They showed the trailer for King Tweety uh, and announced that it's coming out just around Thanksgiving, November nineteenth, on Cartoon Network and then HBO Max. And Auga from the Tweety from Tweety's High Flying Big Adventure, Auga. She's going to be back um, as well here, so that's going to be nice to see. Uh, they also, like I said, showed a concept art of end clips of characters making their return after a while, like Percyfoot, who obviously, as you can see you know, in the image, is a female, female kitten or cat. Um, they showed the three bears, the concept art for the three bears. And they showed Ralph Phillip, the the kid with a wild, vivid imagination. They showed concept art of him as well as, um, you know, a clip from one of his shorts in the show where he is reenacting the intro to Batman, the um, animated series. So, it's really nice. It's really nice. And then they also showed some of the Witch Hazel short, Hex Appeal, and they basically announced that they're going to pay tribute to the original um, art style of Chuck Jones and stuff with some of these uh, shorts, like Hex Appeal. Uh, they announced that the, one of the Tweety and Sylvester shorts will be a, uh, set to only to classical music, which is really cool. Um... Let's see what else did they announce here. Just want to make sure I go everything correctly. And that's really about it. And then of course they talked about Tiny Toons University 
and how Steven Spielberg himself, I guess by video, said it's going to be the best iteration of Tiny Toons. And then I got to see some of the artwork for the show. It looks incredible, and it's a true throwback to the 90s. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people would agree with that. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, overall, pretty good, pretty good presentation by the Warner Brothers crew. And then, of course, like I said, with the other animation announcements, you know, Spider-Man Freshman Year, that looks promising in 2024, especially if it's supposed to take place as planned um, in the same continuity as Far From Home, No Way Home, and Homecoming. That's it's going to be um, interesting how they kind of connect the dots all together. And, um, again, the animation style, just by the concepts showing it, showing them um, looks identical to in basically tribute very tribute like to the uh, original comics so an interesting uh, um, <laughs> that's an interesting animation style to go with um, and then of course you have the Avatar movie that takes place a few years after the original with a young adults and it looks and basically in my opinion takes place between the ending of the show and the beginning of Korra and then we got to see, you know, images from the upcoming X-Men 97 cartoon. And again, like I said, it just feels like that's going to create some massive, from a continuity standpoint, it's going to create some massive conflict between Magneto, Cyclops, and Wolverine. And Jean's going to probably be stuck in the middle uh, of that to where it's going to help manifest whatever's left of the Phoenix within her. So... And it looks like you're also going to have X-Force as a part of this as well, where Morph is going to be part of that team, and so is Nightcrawler and Bishop. So, so yeah. So, yeah, just a lot of great animation news coming out from all spectrums yesterday, and there's probably more to come uh, today and this weekend. You know, cannot wait. Cannot wait, guys. I used to find out what more information we're getting. Um, like I said, I cannot wait to see what more information we are getting um, between now and tomorrow because you got today and tomorrow for more panels to come out. In fact, more panels are going on as we speak. So, definitely going to stay tuned to that. In fact, I'm going to follow that right now so that we get all the information we can as time goes on. But, or as the day goes on, as well as tomorrow. But anyway, though, guys, just, like I said, just want to come on here and give you my thoughts on this live on this Saturday morning. Thank you all for joining me in the live chat. And I have reached over 100 views on this live stream. So thank you very much for that, guys. Really appreciate that. Um, I know this is something a lot of people are looking forward to. A lot of this information is stuff people were hoping to hear about at Comic-Con. And I'm sure we're going to get more information today and tomorrow, maybe even currently as we speak, you know, uh, for the, you know, as the rest of this weekend goes on. Honestly, I wish I could be there, but financially, that's not possible. And honestly, you know, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not someone that's very fond of the fact that you still have to you know, show proof and wear a mask even after you show proof. So, and there's a lot of people that are indifferent about that. But again, 
There are some people that feel that we're still not out of the woods, and as long as you keep getting all these reports, quote-unquote, of new variants, quote-unquote, um, it's not going to end. And we all know, let's be honest, like I said, we all know what these new variants and repor reports of, these quote-unquote reports of new variants are. It's all about basically, oh, here's this new variant, vote Democratic. And you need to take precaution, vote Newsom. That's all it is. That's all it is, guys. So, um, anyway, though, you know, be be that if you will. Hopefully, maybe the on maybe tomorrow being the last day, they might lift it and say, hey, "Look, it's supposed to be about you guys, and we shouldn't be doing this." And hopefully, they lift it tomorrow. We'll see. But anyway, though, guys, thank you all for joining me on this Saturday morning for this live stream on some of this news. Really appreciate it. Over a hundred views, a hundred and three views actually, if that's correct. And again, let me know what your thoughts are overall down in the down in the comment section below. Support me at patreon.com such bwroses. Check me out. I will post this uh, when it's fully processed. I will pro post it on BWS Discussions, my podcast, audio podcast. You can check that out there. Um, also, like I said, support me at bwroses at, uh, at Patreon at bwroses. Also, check me out at uh, TikTok at bwroses. Um, also check out my Teespring store you can see in the live chat one of the items you can purchase there uh, to help me out there also at Venmo at Brian-Warmer-2 and at Cash App at BWRoses98 and again guys the plan for Monday is to do a Venmo Cash App Super Chat birthday celebration live stream so look forward to that I'm now at 104 views but uh, mark your calendars for that guys and until then I will talk to you all later. You all have a good rest of your Saturday.